right, guys, welcome to the Green Mountain Roundup. I'm Ernesto Sanchez. I'm here with John Downing and Marty Griffin. We're here to give you the Homer takes of the week from our various uh, sports affinities. So we'll get started. Um, we'll, get we'll, <laughs> we'll start on a positive note today. Uh, we'll send it over to Marty. Uh, Ooh, I get to jump right into it. It's, it's time. Tagga tagga woods, y'all. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since you could say that. <laughs> Since 2013, Brinstone uh, Classic. I mean, it's been a long ride for Tiger Woods. It's just awesome to see just the whole scene yesterday, the gallery follow him, just his excitement going in. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why do people root for him like crazy? <sighs> I know. Well, I don't get it. He's still that Jordan figure of a certain era. I think generationally he's lasted for the last, relevantly for the last 20 Years plus. Is it like Eminem? We all agree. <laughs> Is it the battle? We, we all agree at least... that at one point it was the best, but now it's just a little bit sad. Whoa. That's a whole <laughs> other conversation for a different kind of podcast, I think. But yeah. Well, not generally, he's not a good human being. You know what I mean? Like, he's proven himself to be a. wrote something not the other day something about ideal. It. I know he made mistakes. I mean, he was a giant and he made a, a huge, huge mistake in his life. And. I don't Many. know if you say he Many. paid his dues, four back surgeries, bad lifestyle, bad choices. It rocked him. I think he's a better person again now. I'm not defending the person's character. I just think for a sports topic, for what he came back and has done in this field of talented players, that was an amazing thing to see the other day. No, it has been definitely interesting to see his comeback this year. You can well, see the progression of the whole thing. keep it in perspective. It's getting better. However, I just get confused when I see these mobs of people going crazy for him. I'm like, he's he just high, went he, through this thing where he was proven to be this really not the kind of sports hero figure you want to root for type guy. Correct? In a lot of ways. Absolutely. There's a lot, so of, those, there's a lot of those athletes in every sport. And when we see people turn it around, you know, what if Josh Gordon, like, turned his life around and did something with the Patriots this year and did it for two or three more years? Would you forgive him of his mistakes of his past? I mean, do we know the Tigers rehabbed himself? He's not still sleeping with porn stars? Because we didn't know Maybe that's until part we of knew. the rehab. We didn't know until we knew, well, right? This was a nice celebration for Tiger. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> if I don't get a cupcake with a candle... <laughs> at the end of this, I'm going to be so pissed. Anyway, keep in mind, he beat Justin Rose, who at the time going into this tournament was number one in the world, who still won the FedEx on points, and by the end, who also would beat Dustin Johnson in the field, became number one in the world at the end of this. So he beat two number ones in a very hard field. It's just It was just unbelievable. The gallery, I mean, it, like I said, I just got caught up in the moment. It was awesome to see. That was like... The galleries of Tiger Pass. So for me, as a person who grew, grew up watching this man become who he who he became or who he now is again, possibly, I don't know. It was just a nice feel good moment for me yesterday to see him win. Yeah, but he's flawed. We all know he's flawed. Will he now winning and being successful treat himself <laughs> in a healthy way and not make these bad decisions? We'll just have to see. But. Uh, for the moment, I celebrate what he did yesterday for sure. I think it's great. I, uh, you know, he's he's been the story all year with golf, um, and he's 
you know, even last year when he when he first started coming back, but not not really with kind of the intensity we're seeing um, this year. But uh, you know, when Brooks Kepka won won the Open, and that wasn't the story. That <laughs> right. was hard. That was kind of hard for me to take. I mean, golf hasn't been able to to make a star since uh, since Tiger Woods. You know, had that big. Uh, you know, kind of fell off the map right. there, uh, and so I think part of the problem was is he was at the top of his game, but he never got the chance to pass the torch. Right, he was never at his best, and then somebody while he was at his best surpassed him. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's part of what got it's messed as if up. Golf disappeared. Well, right, exactly. It didn't right. obviously, but it's as if it did. It tried to right. put that weight on Rory's shoulders very early in his life, and it, and it kind of, I think, in his career, buckled him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Spieth as well had an amazing year a couple of years ago, and his, he had, he struggled this year. He didn't even make the FedEx Championship this year. Got I think I like him. It. He's friends with Tom Brady. I think I like him. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you sprinkle everything good I have with just your own. All right. <laughs> regional poo. <laughs> well, uh, I know nothing of him, but I think I like him. <laughs> In the spirit of vengeance, Marty, I guess we'll move it down to uh, oh, the my. Patriots' second scheduled loss. Oh, do I prefer to pass tonight? Second <laughs> scheduled loss. <laughs> yeah, so we'll go back to last week, and I'll have to rephrase or alter my opinion of that scheduled loss now that I see Jacksonville's offense really isn't much to write home about. It was more of a product of the Patriots' very porous defense. Because yeah. what we saw last night in Detroit, and it's a continuous pattern that we've seen, and it, you know, started at the beginning of the year last year when they couldn't stop Kansas City's offense week one. We saw, it the, we saw it get better throughout the year last year, and then the Super Bowl we saw Nick Foles light up their defense. and It's not just the yardage and the points that the other teams have been putting up. It's the chunk yardage the teams get on first down. It's the continuous successful conversions on third down, which is over and over and over and over again. It feels like teams are converting third downs at almost a 100% clip. Now, I know it's not that, but it is like in some of these games, like 75, 80%. Right, and and Detroit doubled them in time of possession. Oh, they were 35 minutes to their 20 minutes for the game. Just I mean, they the just own the field. I mean, And you can't keep that subpar defense on the field that long. It's just not going to hold up. So we can get into the game itself and the problems the Patriots are having themselves as a team, as a unit, if you want to do that. Or we can get into the... The bigger topic, which is the Brady, Belichick, Brady Gronkowski versus Belichick type issues that seem to have maybe stirred the pot for this problem this year. Um, if you want to get into the, and I think if you want to get into the game itself and the problems Patriots have had, and it's a lack of talent problem as you see on the field. They're just too slow, and they they were too slow last year at linebacker. They're too slow. And too old on defense. Dante Hightower looks like he can't run anymore. And so the guys that they do have, at least they had size up front. At least they had big defensive linemen. At least they had big linebackers. So you should be able to theoretically stop the run. However, now they're getting gashed on yeah. running down. And then you just, we've been seeing this sort of pattern over and over again. So if you're big, if you can't run for speed, then you better be able to stop the run. And they can't do that. So they get gashed in the run, and then, of course, being big, they can't cover running backs out of the backfield, fast players, fast players torch them, and you're just seeing this over and over again. And Belichick knew this after the Super Bowl last year, and he did nothing to fix it except 
get more slower players or let the ones that were upcoming walk away. And then on offense, he stripped Brady of all of his weapons. And still completely deny the whole Malcolm Butler situation. That's a whole different story. A whole too. different story. So, yeah, you, you know, see Brady lose Dion Lewis, Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola, and then that leads into the next topic, related topic, which is the Gronkowski trade. That he almost traded Gronkowski. And it just as a Patriots fan, it makes me wonder what is Belichick's motive in trading Gronkowski for what we now know we heard today from Schefter. He was going to get picks back. No players, no Golden Tate coming back to the Patriots in return. He was going to trade Gronkowski for a series of picks or a pick. And what was he going to do with those? Who knows? I've heard things maybe he was going to take all three of what would have been their first-round picks and trade up and get Baker Mayfield with that. How would Tom Brady have felt then? But then, so we know that Gronkowski stepped in and threatened to retire before he gets traded. And he says last night that Brady is my quarterback and I'm only going to play with Tom Brady. So where is this team or where is this organization failing right now? Is it, is it with... Lack of talent. Okay. Offensively and de- the whole, all sides of the ball. You try to look at what, what do they do well. If it's an outsider, what, what do you think the Patriots do well right now? I don't see much of what they do well right now. Right, it's they, not they much. They schemed okay in the first week with what they had. They always can do that at the beginning of the season. But luckily their... that was against now. And well, only I, I three know. team. I mean, it's hard to gauge what team is what in the league right now. You have your few... You thought you know, that was dead a win. You, you have your few sure things that you can talk about, but there's a lot of confusion right now for me in the league. Yeah. whole other topic. But I just also feel like, is was that last year? Did, did half the organization want to go with... Jimmy G and make that change and just totally wipe the slate clean and get seems rid like of Brady. Seems like the coaching staff did. And now you got a pouting coach this year, it seems like, and said, a failed okay. offense. You said, okay, Robert Kraft and Tom Brady, if you, you want me to get yeah. rid of Jimmy G, the successor, I'll do that. Now you prove to me that you're as good as you say you are. Because I think that I can win with any of the top 15 quarterbacks in this league. So now you show me what you can do on your own, with your with your system. I don't know. I just it just to it's me a lot of it's from Josh McDaniels. <laughs> and when that gets in, if, I don't really want to go too in depth because it, we've noticed it does take up a lot of time in our right. podcast. But that gets into the whole offensive game plan. And I know they want to get Sony Michelle involved in the offense, but. When things aren't going well and you've got third and ones and third and ones where you got to have in the second half, why isn't James White on the field? I'm a fan of the Sony Michelle draft pick, but they were running him over and over and over again. Right. And here's the issue with the Sony Michelle, that when he's on the field, so in from the Jacksonville game until the first half last night, he was on the field for 23 plays. On 20 of those plays, Sony Michelle got the ball. So as a defense, you see Sony Michelle on the field, mm-hmm. guess what? He's, He's getting, getting him the ball. The ball. Right. So, Targeted 17 times. <laughs> so if, to me, that's, I mean, you're not putting Sony Michelle, your first-round pick, in a position to succeed. Right. If you're telling the defense when Sony's on the field, he's going to get the ball. Right. You know, so of course you're, everyone's saying now, oh, your first-round pick looks like shit. Right. Right? Right. It's tough. I don't know. It's, but I'll tell you, it, what does it mean going forward? Well, it, for me, it doesn't feel good. It feels different than years past when they've had the September struggles and people have written them off in the past. And I know that they've gone on to win Super Bowls after they've been written off before. However, it, fe- it feels different this time. It right. definitely feels different. And now it sets up a, a week next week where we have a home game against Miami. And Miami's 3-0. and The Patriots, if they lose this one, they're going to be 1-3. Miami will be 4-0. 
it's going to be pretty hard to overcome hard that climb. deficit Absolutely. to win the division with a quarter of the season now done. So yeah. this sets up as a must-win game for the Patriots, and I just don't see how they're going to do it without having Edelman back yet in the fold, without having Gordon up to speed yet. Maybe he'll play. We don't know. But it just it, I don't know where the answers come from. I can give you comfort. Welcome to cowboy country. <laughs> <laughs> Crack you Dr. Pepper and uh, slide on in. Well, real quick, bef- before we move on to the Cowboys, I-, I just have one question. So it seems like um, you- you're identifying the talent as being the biggest issue. Now, is that a uh, drafting and development issue, or are the- are these players underperforming, or are they just getting old? Like, I mean, don't forget how old... Drafting and development, clearly. Cause, so if you look since 2013 up until now, last five years of draft picks... They currently have only two of the players, two first or second round picks that are doing anything on their roster. That would be Malcolm Brown on defense, who's not very good. Cyrus Jones, who's a punt returner who can barely catch punt returns. That's it. Those, oh, and Sonny Michelle. Sorry, they have Sonny Michelle. So they have three players from the first or second round over the last five years who are contributing anything to this team. So you've let players like Jamie Collins walk away, Chandler Jones, you've traded him away. So... Malcolm Butler is now gone. A couple of years ago, you said between Dante Hightower, Jamie Collins, Malcolm Butler, and who was the other defensive guy I just named? Oh, Chandler Jones. Yeah. You're going to have to try to sign at least two or three of these. They let three of them go. They re-signed Hightower. Yeah. And now Hightower looks like he's got chronic knee issues and he can't run anymore. So that's a big problem. So it's a drafting and development issue. It's so that there's no hope coming <laughs> on the horizon it looks well, like it's just over you know i but i think it's it feels that way for i feel that way about my team as well i think you know um you have these you have your windows and then the windows close mm-hmm. and then it's you know then it sucks for a long time just takes some getting used to that's well that's that's the whole that's the whole cycle of this thing don't too don't try to get used to it and it's, well, I'm thankful I'm thankful yeah. I don't want to be a non-appreciative Patriots fan right. we've had an unbelievable run here I don't want to be that oh thing is life sucks because they're so bad now it's just it's disappointing that it has to it has to have come down to this because in my opinion Belichick and the Kraft and the whole organization should have been putting all the weapons necessary that they could have and all they can into this year's team, next year's team, and the year after's team because they want to maximize the last couple years in the twilight of Tom Brady's career while you have a chance to win. Because let me tell you, Tom Brady is a once-in-a-generational quarterback. They don't come around that quickly. I know Belichick thought he had the next Tom Brady and Jimmy G, but who knows? Who really knows, right? And guess what? We're not going to get any more answers this year. Exactly. We're not going to know. Tom Brady's don't come come along every day, so you you may as well maximize it while you have him. Instead, it seems like he chose to do whatever his plan was this year, which I I have no idea really what it was, trading Gronkowski and I don't know. I don't know what his plan was, but yet you have an aging quarterback, and I don't know what you're trying to do with the roster, but now you have a clear lack of talent on the team. Now you bring in this guy, Josh Gordon, to try to help out, and he, he's just another problem, it seems like, that you have to watch out for. That's like waving a white flag to me. We're yeah. in that position. It's just like, how we, desperate we're that we are. desperate. We need a they brought in Kenny Britt, Jordan Matthews, <laughs> Eric Decker, Kenny Britt, Jordan Matthews. All these guys yeah. they brought in to try to fill the receiver position. None of them worked out because they haven't been able to draft or develop a receiver. They never want to trade for him. They let all their good players go. They let Brandon yeah. Cooks, you trade him away. Danny Amendola, you can't, you can't throw $6 million a year to Danny Amendola, who's won you how many playoff games? I, but I digress. We're... <laughs> 
I think there was a way they could have got ahead of it. I just think they're way behind the eight ball right now. You're pinned in the corner. So do you wave that white flag or do you try to fight your way out of it this season? Brady today sounded like he wanted to continue to fight and he was prepared to fight. But Brady's one thing. Yeah, he's the leader. But do the other 52 guys on that team follow? You know, do they, is, there, is there something where they're mad at Belichick? And yeah. I, I don't know. But there's something rotten inside right now. There's something rotten in that organization. You can see it. Absolutely. You can see it, right. You can see it. You never see that lack of effort like you saw in the first half at Detroit on a Sunday night football game like you did last night. The lack of effort. Three points at halftime against Detroit where we saw them play against the Jets two weeks ago on a Monday night. Yeah. The Jets had almost 50 freaking points against that team. They got popped in the mouth and they didn't respond well at all. They no. didn't respond. They just didn't respond. Yeah, came out flat. A uh, couple words... Uh for them boys? couple words. Cowboys lost. <laughs> we can move on. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> I think if you want to talk about one shocking game yesterday, you just talk about the Bills going across the lakes, going into Ooh, Minnesota. Girl, I couldn't talk believe about it. popping somebody in the face. It's 27-6. <laughs> you know, these guys, just 16-point underdog. Oh, my God. It's first time since uh, 19, oh, I wrote it down, 1995. Over my Dallas Cowboys, Washington came back from that uh, 16-point underdog uh, first pick. Last time, oh my God, it was just like 75 to 9 of points over the first six quarters the Bills started out this season. And then you look at it, and they're 41-plus to the 9 in the last six. Clearly Minnesota... (laughs) <laughs> they just weren't not prepared for this game. They just didn't show up. They, they just didn't show up. They saw the game plan. They got drunk the night before. The game plan for the week, they just tossed it aside. <laughs> they just six. thought, we can just show we'll, up we'll and we'll take it. care Did of we'll wing it. Did you know only six rush attempts in that game yesterday by Minnesota? Wow. They abandoned well, quick. They're like they got, a port they, ship. That's the thing. That's what happens, though. You, you get down early, and then you can't run anymore because... It was off fumbles, though. I mean, I think you could have climbed back. It was 17 nothing for three quarters. It was just it's like plenty of time. coaching yeah, plenty froze of time. up. Everybody froze up. Like, what do we do? They just, like, abandoned it. Punched in the mouth their, and didn't know how to they react. They had plenty of time to run the offense they came to the game with. It was just Cousins had three turnovers. He threw the ball 55 times yesterday. That's just unbelievable. Just winging it out there. <laughs> Cook was out, so that, you know they didn't have the running game. But I just don't think you just completely well, abandoned it. You got a serviceable keep, running. You got to keep the defense honest. Yeah, you know. But the Bills, you know, I, I say don't jump to collusion. Don't believe the media hype oh, that this yeah. team is. Josh Allen's finding his groove. Oh hell no, Minnesota <laughs> didn't show up for the game. Yeah, we all. I mean, he only threw for 169 yards. They had three fumbles. The thing was, they recovered all their own fumbles. John, can we play a quick game of for real or not for real? And play it, yeah. Let's play it. Chicago Bears, are they for real? Uh, the defense, yes. Oh my god, of course. Dude, <laughs> I'm Mac the easy way out here, but I'm gonna take. Uh, so when we first saw them week one against at Green Bay, and they had a twenty to nothing lead going in, in late in the third quarter, that's we, what we saw is this team that's young, talented, and on their way up but they didn't know how to close on the road against a great quarterback. And then they'll learn that over time, but they're, they're on the upswing. They're a stock that you wanted, you wanted to be buying low, and they're on the, they're on the rise right now. So mm-hmm. I believe that, yes, they are for real. Of course, Zoolander, Trubisky, needs to learn how to throw left a little bit more. <laughs> can't look left. Can't look left. <laughs> He's not an ambi-thrower. All right, uh, this is Monday night. We've got the game on pause, so we're uh, – I know you, you saw a little spoiler there, but uh, – 
I'm really curious. Tampa Bay. Fitz Magic. Is that for real? Man, these tough questions. These are tough questions because it's hard to know. We've seen him have great weeks before. We've seen this in his career, and he reverts back to right. who he, he always, is. He always journeyman, comes back, comes journeyman back to quarterback. Earth. So, well, I don't think they're for real. No, I, I don't think they're for real. I would still take New Orleans. I would take all three of their other division rivals over them still to win the division. I would take Atlanta. I would take New Orleans Saints. I would take the Carolina Panthers still all over Tampa Bay. Can okay. I piggyback this question? Yeah. If Fitzpatrick wins tonight, does he stay in the starting position when Winston comes? Oh, he has to. Absolutely. You gotta ride the yeah, hot right? hand. Yeah, no way. And think, Winston knew that. Knows that. Too. I think if he loses, he still starts the next game because I think this is going to be a shootout. I think. I mean, it could already be happening. I think they're gonna have. Uh, I think he's gonna have three at least touchdowns. Um, Should. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. So I. Even if they lose, as long as it's not an absolute shit show for him. As long him. as he doesn't throw his four or five picks, which he's prone to do. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He, well, he's, like I said, yeah, if it's not a shit show for him, uh, they got to start him. That's what uh, I'm saying. It's maybe how they lose, too. I mean, if he throws, like, two picks tonight and doesn't produce more than 200 yards, I got you got to question it. You get ahead of it, too. Like, do you leave him in? They have a lot invested in Jameis Winston, but I think yeah. Jameis Winston is, you know, he's had time to prove himself, and he's, he's proven otherwise. Well, he's got two receivers he's got involved this year, Evans and Deshaun Jackson. Three, Godwin. Chris and, Godwin's yeah, come up, too. Absolutely, that, you know, Winston couldn't get those guys involved at all last, last year. They, they, have, so, they have so many weapons, it's ridiculous. All right, two, two more real quick. Uh, Jacksonville, are they for real or not? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, that defense makes them for real. No matter what Blake Bortles is, Tennessee has their has had their number. It's three times in a row now that Tennessee has beaten Jacksonville. So it was a division rival. You see this with in division games, you know, where unexpected happens because the other team right. knows the other team really well. So Dude, the, Tennessee, the Ravens could have the worst number. team in the exactly. world, and they'll still you know exactly that, what I'm play, talking about. Do you think that was a little afterglow beating the Patriots? Oh, yeah, and, you know, of course. just not planning well for this yeah. game. You could see that. Kind of, you know, did shocked. you guys have Tennessee in your picks? I didn't. I didn't. You didn't? No. No. All right. I was all on. That's where I got you. Yep. All right. All right, last one. And this this one's going to matter for you. Miami. Are they for real? 3-0? I mean... We've seen them have these starts before. But like I said, mentioned to you guys earlier, I think I saw a stat where Tannehill and Adam Gase were 8-1 and one as a duo. You know, Tannehill's missed some time, so right. it's not going to be a full-season record. But they're 8-1 and one together, and... We don't think we think much of Tannehill, but looks like they're a team that's decent. Are they a playoff team? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say they're not a playoff team. Wow. Okay. I think they can be. I think they, they can. The, be. I think they have the weapons to be, and they can come out of that division and make the playoffs. <clears throat> so, so just judging off your take earlier, however, if they win this game. Oh, they're they're in. Yeah. They're in. They're in. So, yeah. so this is this can be hard to get. This the, is the clincher this for them it, yeah. right here. If they can pull this off, then they get in. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, you want to speaking of clinching, you want to move on to the socks. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so this is like all right. So last week I was excited to see the Red Sox clinch in Yankee Stadium. The first couple games did not go as planned, and. Then I twisted my, around my 
my theory thinking that, you know, maybe this was good for the Red Sox to get beat up a little bit before the playoffs to kind of sharpen up their, their tools for the playoffs and, you know, get a little butt kicking because you don't want to be cruising and then the playoffs come, think you're you don't all that. You want to peak too early. Yeah, you don't want to peak too early. You don't want to be cruising, playoffs come, and then get smacked in the face and say, oh, wait, we're not as good as we thought we were. Right, you don't want to get happens, that chin check. If it happens in the playoffs. Early, a little bit earlier, then right. you're like, okay, we, we need to all do this, this, and that better to win in the playoffs. Okay, that's good. And so that happened the first two games. And then in the third game, they I love the way they fought back in that game too. And then Mookie Betts capped it off with the the three-run Jimmy Jack off a of Rollis Chapman on a nasty slider. And it just solidified his further case for MVP this year. And um, He's on the screen right now. And they were able to uh, they were able to clinch it in Yankee Stadium, which is what I wanted. You know? right. oh, and they yeah, partied hard yeah. there. But it does, I don't know, although Didi Gregorius being out for the year potentially with a wrist injury really hurts the Yankees. But, you know, it's setting up so that it's going to be either Oakland or New York versus Boston in the first round of the playoffs starting... A week from Friday. You gotta love that, though. I mean, that... and it's gonna be a dog. Fight. I do and I don't. It's terrifying a little bit. It's gonna be a dog fight in that division to get to the World Series. It's gonna be nasty the, to get out of that. The, Amer- the American League, team, yeah. For any team, if you just think about Houston, Cleveland, yeah. Houston, Cleveland. If any one of those teams, Oakland. So next Monday, we need to <laughs> we need to get into a playoff preview All next right. Monday. Yeah, Absolutely, that, we'll have because Liam it'll be the day that. before the wild card games. Yeah. We'll have Liam on for the. Playoff and I preview. told you this week I'd pick by now before rolling into the playoffs, and I'm sitting Boston side, not on Astros side. Wow. See, if I were, if, if you ask You're me right now. You're your southern blood, sir. If I you ask me right now been, if I had to put my money on one team to win it all this year, I'm going, I, I'd go with the Astros. To repeat, yeah. yeah. I mean. But I'm, I'm a safe player. I've always been safe with my picks, and <clears throat> I'm not too risky. Of course, I want the Red Sox, but if I had if I had to put my money down on one short thing, I'd put it on the Astros. They just look like they've rounded into, into form. Just, I know Correa's yeah. banged see, up, but the rest of the team is a wagon. Seeing them win last year was just nice to be from Texas and see that organization win after so many years. You know, I grew up around the, the Killer B time with Bagwell and Biggio. You know, like, it was just a fun time to watch those guys but see that organization come together. But, you know, I, I always, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. I have been since I moved up here. That's we, good. we talked about yeah. the first time around, first time you step in Fenway. I was hooked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great place. And it better be rocking for the playoffs, otherwise... Oh, it will be. It better be. better be. And I, I see I, these fans sit on the... You get, you get that this at Patriots games, too, where there's sophisticated New England, Boston sports <laughs> fans, where they've won everything, and they're... Sitting on they their hand warmers. They don't know what getting loud is, and right. it drives me crazy, as you see uh, opponent stadiums, and they're rocking, and they're roaring, and they haven't won anything ever, some of them, and they're just going nuts, and this then... This team you, is so you fun go to and watch, look at it's going to be the rocking The Patriots or the Red Sox, and people get up and start to yell, and they tell you, sit down, sit down up front. Oh, I hate, I hate that, when they're like, down up front, it's like... Oh man, I'm in my living room screaming my ass off at my TV. Mm-hmm. Least you, least you can do is we're getting tickets. To scream go, when they can hear you. Else. We just got to figure out a game. Well, I I passed on my tickets to buy this new 70 inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what the deal was between my wife Christina and I. Was uh, I wanted to go get Red Sox playoff tickets, and I also wanted a new TV. And she said, "Well, you can do one or the other." So the TV will last, and we can watch the game on the TV. <laughs> if we can get good prices, I'll go. <laughs> it's, I gotta, I gotta say, it's a beautiful TV. If we can it's get amazing. good prices. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, man. That's the well, problem so, with Fenway. Prices are never good prices. It's always outrageous. So no, uh, it's a car payment to go see a playoff game. Oh, for sure. Easily. Easy. <laughs> so I was giving you shit the other day. Um, cracks me up. You know, these baseball guys celebrating. Uh, you know, they get their goggles on. And, and uh, you know, they're spraying the champagne. They haven't even really won anything yet. It's won the like, division. Ah, oh, come... It, like, you know, hockey players won't even touch the trophy, <laughs> you know, but speaking of uh, celebrating when you haven't really won anything, the, the, the Cleveland Browns, man. Another six, nice segue. 600, yeah. 635 days. Fire. Right? Well, yeah, it's something like, like it was 600 plus. I know that. Oh, man. Uh, so Baker Mayfield, a.k.a. Orange and Brown Jesus. Orange and <laughs> okay. All right. Oh man. Uh he looks like the real deal. Dude, you know this He's is electric. hard for me as a oh Steelers fan. I have I own a fuck Johnny Manziel t-shirt. I own one of those. I've I now had everybody feels the same way. <laughs> I had a Cleveland Sucks t-shirt, you know, in high school. I have hated this franchise my my entire since before but they Marty moved made to a Baltimore good point last week. Why? They never did anything to you. Exactly. <laughs> what have they done to I you don't know. It's just, I was just, Doesn't make any I, sense. It's just the way I was brought up. Like, you know. To kick a puppy when it's down? <laughs> <laughs> it's always been down? Good dog hey. That's a good one. That's a good But I fucking love Baker Mayfield, man. I Uh-oh. just like... I love it. Battle, dude. Oh he already ordered the T-shirt. <laughs> I fuck you. I ordered the T-shirt. <laughs> I'm making no. all day. And I don't know if if HBO made me love him or just, but he's got personality. He's got grit. Plus. He's got determination. Plus. Plus. He is he is bigger than himself on the field. Yep. You know Eight. he is he is the youngest guy on that team, but he is a leader, and people. People want to follow him. You can see it. They believe in him. Thanks the question. Why? What were the Browns thinking? Not, they didn't give him any first. He's Tim first Tebow team with reps. talent. They get, and yes, that's a good point. They give him any first team reps all oh, preseason God. ever. Hugh, Hugh Jackson is, and then they refuse to name the him the starter pre- after the game until what? Yesterday. I have an answer. I, I talked to you about that, and I you cannot go in front of the media and, and even like address that question. The, the rules are different when you haven't won in two years. The rule. Honestly, he's not going to sit down with Taylor and be like, I'm no, taking you. He's it's, just going to announce see, it to the media and not see, be professional. We just won. That's not what <laughs> happened. I think I think it was Hugh Jackson being his, his. oh, I'm in charge. I'm smarter than everybody. I mean, you saw it on the TV. You can see it. It's Hugh Jackson. Oh, my team. Ever my team. I make the decisions. <laughs> right, exactly. It, that's what I was exactly. My team. I make the call. Yeah, and I so, will make the call. So when they ask him, you know, is Baker now the starter? Oh. He's like, oh, i got to look at the tape. He like, would have been hung if he didn't name him the starter. They would hang his ass God. from the stadium. Yeah, so, Scoreboard. That's <laughs> coming from somebody who listens to Belichick talk in conferences. Come on. He, he, don't have to, he doesn't have to address the question. So he doesn't have to address it. But you do. The, the team in the city is fired up. You he say, goes, yes, <laughs> yes, you, this, he is our starter. I just adopted him. And I don't know why I didn't, and I don't know why I didn't name him the starter earlier. That's my mistake, but it is rectified and he is the starter going forward. That's how you fire up a city and a town. Kiss my ass, Josh Gordon. So, yeah. Bye, so the, Felicia. 
So this is... Is Josh Gordon the disease? This is his Tom Brady moment. I think that organization was glad to see him go. But now the, the Browns win. As soon as the first game gone, the Patriots get smoked in Detroit. First game they have him on the roster. <laughs> is, uh, is, this, is this Baker's Tom Brady moment taking over for Drew Bledsoe after, ironically enough, uh, he was hurt in a game? Don't even compare Tyron. <laughs> yeah. Against the Jets, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I was waiting for him to be pissed about that comparison right there. <laughs> Stick to segways, Nesto. Drew Bledsoe got the Patriots to a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I was about to say that. Yes, Neil O'Donnell got the Steelers to, <laughs> to a fucking to a Super Bowl, Bledsoe led the league in passing, too. Like, he was a first overall pick. He was a very good quarterback. <laughs> He just wasn't the right quarterback. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, quali- got to qualify it. But Tyrod is never in the same. No, of course, of course not. Up. Of course not. But you gotta, you gotta give um, the Browns a little bit of of. Uh, I don't credit there. I give Baker Mayfield credit. No, of course, but like you, yeah, you brought in the veteran to start the year. You knew that it was either gonna work out or not, but at. At the very least, it wouldn't be a total shit show like potentially a rookie quarterback could be. You never know, right? Yeah. It was a little stupid they didn't give him first team reps, but I think. But the great uh, ones come in and they start right away. I, I agree I think with Johnny. That he he would have started this upcoming week anyways, regardless of if Tyra got that. hurt or not. But think about it. If there was ever a time to start him, you go, you know, oh, what would it have been? Oh, two and one. Oh, 2-1. You go 0-2-1. Oh, you have a you field goal kicker, you, you save two games for Taylor and, yeah, and get no those kidding. wins for him. So you, get the really extra, you get the extra couple days to prepare because it's a Thursday but game. But the great ones, the, the first overall picks that have been great, they come in and they start right away. Like Peyton Manning's of the world. Like, and they and they and Peyton Manning, what do you, how many interceptions did he throw his first year? 28 or something? something All right, crazy. so, so you're number. making the argument the greats of the world don't start that way. Tom Brady didn't start that way. No, he you know he rode the bench his first year. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, but he was a sixth round pick. I'm talking about like first overall picks, like ten, you, you Heisman Trophy winner, talent right off the bat, first overall pick. Like you know, this guy's it's great. The, it's right. the right. fucking Browns, man. They wanted to humble his ass. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's going to be good for his development too. And from what we see, from what he's presenting out, he's taking it well. He's playing the rookie role well. He's humble. He's happy to be there. Um, I just think Hugh Jackson is inept. They still, oh, I'm God. not going to give yeah, him any yeah. credit for anything. Yeah. yeah, They still have a losing season. They'll get more wins. They'll pro- I say what? What's your over and under for, for this season with him starting? Uh, 500. I think that's got to be... That's got to be the biggest first... over under to start the year. It was seven, seven, six and a half or seven and a half? Or seven. seven and a half, right? Yeah. Right, right around there. Seven and a half. So, yeah, 500. Mayfield Mania. Yeah. But I think that... That's a still a big. That's a big transition. I think this week at Oakland will tell a lot of the story because they. So if he's gonna be have a good year and be all that, he goes into Oakland and he tears up that that terrible defense this week, and they they come out of there with a victory. And if they do, then yeah, they'll go eight and eight. If they don't, you're probably looking at more like four wins. But I think this. I, I think this week will give us some answers on that. All right. They came. They came down what fourteen down in that game to come back. As and soon win. as Baker came in. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So the defense stepped up behind it too. The whole team mindset seemed to change. Everyone knew except for you. Yeah. Everyone knew. <laughs> Everybody knew. <laughs> what happened was Daddy's home. Wait, they're just not just waiting until that moment Baker Mayfield and then it's like, all right, now it's on. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. 
All right, well, uh, we've got the game on pause. Um, so we're going to get to Monday Night Football here in just a second, take a little break. But real quick before we do that, I'd like to try something a little bit new today. I want to try to play a game that I've come up with. Uh, it is called Socks, Hawks, or Cocks. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to say a name. And you got to tell me if it is a uh, pitcher for the Red Sox, a uh, player for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, or a male porn star. <laughs> Sox, Hawks, or Cox. Uh, Marty, what do you want to set the over under at uh, for Johnny? For, how many total questions are you asking? How many, how many, how many names ten. are you asking? Out, out, out of ten, ten. how many is John going to get right? Seven. So we're setting the over over under at six and a half. Yep. All right. Uh, here we go. John. Chico Mackey. Socks, Hawks, or Cox? Cox. Cox. False. He is a right winger for, Come on, <laughs> for the Chicago Blackhawks. Sparky Lyle. Ooh. Socks. Yep, pitcher. Uh, for With the, no doubt in his eyes. Yep. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling the socks will go down easy. Joey Stefano. Cox. <laughs> Correct. I, have. I was like reeling you inside. I'm like, come on, Joey! You can do it! So, I'm just thinking that Italian hockey player. <laughs> oh man Dick Drago Dick Drago Like Ivan or, Drago? Or maybe like, Drago Dick Drago Let's go with Dick Drago I Drago. like that That sounds cooler Dick Drago That's Cox Incorrect Oh, That is a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox So far we are 2-2 two and two. Not good You gotta step up man these are harder than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> Talk about Cox. <laughs> Sorry. Good resist. Dick Pole. <laughs> this has got to be a trick question. Dick Pole. It has to. It has to be. It has to be a socks. I think. I think it's a socks. <laughs> he is a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Really? These are all from that one. Big fan of Pole. Because <laughs> <laughs> anybody would say that that's Cox. Anybody, right? Yes. All right. Uh, Mike Panic. Ooh. Hawks. I did that one on purpose to deceive you. That is a poor oh! star. <laughs> oh! That's dirty pool, man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what is the uh, pan? There's a panic. There is. A, I think it's. Uh, no, no, it's Thomas Vanek. No, uh, there's a panic. No, I know there is a panic. I'm panicking now, trying to think of it here. You guys you keep playing. I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> and you're going to take a question? Yeah. yeah Come yeah. on, dude. Richard Panic. Richard, right. Yeah. Dick Panic. Dick Panic. <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> no, Mike Panic. Uh, I'm going uh, to test that if it comes close to the over. <laughs> Keith Magnuson. That sounds like Hawks. Nice. Nice. Staying stay just, stay just above water here. Rex Cecil. Uh, 
Hey, hey, no. Marty's making what yeah. I can only assume Sounds is like a cocks. fist. He's like, that's that's my favorite fisting yeah, porn cocks, star. Cocks. That is a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. But you, you were like, and I'm like, I'm like rooting you silently on. Oh, my gosh. Why does that sound like sound fire? All right. Uh, Derek Pierce. Hawks. Oof. Porn star. Hawks. <laughs> All right. That's very, very, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to, for 500, Pinky Woods. I mean, for a porn star to be named Pinky Woods, that's not what you want. <laughs> I don't like, know. You, you Pinky Woods? Many, people are in some weird fetishes that's nowadays, true. Johnny. This is true. But is that going to sell the videos? I don't think so. So, it sounds like an early 1900s baseball name, so I'm going to go with Socks. Yes, sir. So you did, you, in the end... Just walk what, your way through that answer. <laughs> in the end, you went five and... Five and five. Jeez, you let me down. I know. Sorry. <laughs> wow. But that Richard Panic one? That was a good one, Mike. Pa- like, I'm Come pretty on. proud of myself. Still puts us at six. We still lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go with Pokey Reese. <laughs> <laughs> that was the part of the part. dead giveaway. Oh, For sure. man. Yeah, it was too easy. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Um... We are going to take a break and come back at the after we've watched the game. Just give a little, uh, little quick little good juju, little quick reaction. Yeah, hopefully. Um, Some Fitz magic tonight. No ho- good juju. <sighs> come on, man. No, no I, I need good juju because I, I need I good juju. Line. I don't have to be on your side in this whole situation. You're talking <laughs> to two one and two teams, and you want mercy? <laughs> oh man! Wait. Oh. So what is the Steelers record right now? Steelers right. Oh fuck. Oh, they're oh one. It hurts to even say, yeah. Oh one one. Yeah. So if you lose, you'd be oh two and one. Yep. Wow, we would be. We are not a good football story. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna listen to Three us. Proud fans, franchises. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, but you know what? Down the gutter. In another sense, though, it's it's been these same teams on top for a long time, and I'm as a as a fan of sports in general, I like to see parity. In the leagues, and that means different teams, different you know, with different stars. Just talk to yourself, no Baker Mayfield jersey. <laughs> he, he ordered it. He I would. It. If I order it, will you wear it? No. Yes, you would. No, I would not. Uh, Absolutely not. We can find a way to not get on Steeler game days. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have to lose some kind of horrible bet. To, what if it was out of season, out of football season? I w- uh, they just look like a weird fan. <laughs> yeah. No, like, let it go, man. I can't. I no. Alright. Alright. I'd rather set myself on fire. When we come back, wow. let's tell them why people in Pittsburgh are called Yinzers. Oh yeah. A lot of people don't know this. Okay. Yeah, a little little uh p- little Pittsburgh trivia when we come back. Alright, we'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> 